We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, it's 94 WIP HD1 Philadelphia as we broadcast today from the Tasty Cake Studio. You're the devil in And, of course, every Thursday at this time, we go from one king to the next, from the king Elvis to the king Howard, who's down there in spring training with the Phils. Good stuff. Howard brought to us by the Farmer's Dog, fresh human-grade dog food delivered right to your door. Joe Wecker, great job. I mean, pulling this, pulling this, it's the first time we've heard this, Elvis. Makes me want to revisit Elvis myself. You think Joe's better on the ones and twos than Seltzer? Uh, no, they're both wonderful. Twitter Just poll, Twitter poll question of the day: Better producer, <laughs> better producer, Wechter or Seltzer? Or as Howard oh Eskin knows from 20 years ago, when the King had the producer of a young Hammer. Howard, you got to admit, no producer like, like, uh, hold on, like Hammer. How bad was it, Howard? I was really bad, wasn't I? Well, you were a hammerhead, and you've never been a hammer. Uh, and it's fraudulent to give yourself your own nickname. So there you go, King. You weren't, fraud- you weren't fraudulent then, but I don't know where you went down the wrong road. I was I, also Howard's producer. So did I. I also. All right, and so oh was Joe Wecker. I know. You got competition here. This is a disaster. <laughs> All of us know Howard. Right. Howard, we had, a, we had a caller refer to Joe as Hammer, just simply know, Hammer, it, with reverence in his voice today. You know, that guy was clueless that he was clueless. Uh, (laughs) There you go. All right, King, so we are jealous. You're there, we're not. Give us your sense of that first full day the Phillies had yesterday. Obviously not all the players, but pitchers and catchers. And what stood out to you uh, from from what you experienced yesterday at spring training? Well, obviously it's baseball, and I heard Ben earlier talking about the popping of the mitt. You love when they walk out of the clubhouse. And you hear the cleats, and unfortunately, not enough players wear cleats anymore. But with pitchers and catchers, most of those guys will have them on. So you hear the cleats against the cement. You hear the popping of the mitt. So what are you going to learn from the first day? It's like Rob Thompson. You just want to see that guys are healthy, uh, and you see them here. There's a few, uh, a few of the everyday guys here, and I would think there'd be more because most of them are already down here. I mean, come and hang out for a couple of hours it's not a big deal but i guess you got to wait to make the grand entrance but stott was here as an everyday guy obviously bohm was here so it's good to see some of those players stott who should be your new leadoff hitter but uh beyond that uh it's uh it's nice to see but it's nice to turn the page uh from in yeah. our case and we'll never turn the page from football because it's a 12 month a year discussion but to turn the page to start to get into baseball. So that makes you feel good that spring's right around the corner and you, you see the players out. I mean, it, it's just, it's a different feel and it's an excitement to start. And they are a good team. Uh, Atlanta's the best team in the division, but it's only a two-team division between Atlanta and the Phillies and the Dodgers. But Atlanta and the Dodgers have always, always screwed up in the playoffs, or most of the time they screwed up. But right. it's good to just see baseball, and that, that's what it comes down to. 
Howard, you mentioned Bryson Stott should be the leadoff hitter. Is there some movement on that front that we should know about? <laughs> you know, Rob Thompson, he knows I always ask him about it, and he's going to be on with me Saturday morning. And I've got my lineup that I will present to him, which I think is a perfect lineup. <laughs> he knows it's coming because he mentioned something yesterday about me and the lineup. And he knows it's going to come from me. And my lineup's good because, as we saw, he, he had a press gathering, um, I don't know, about three weeks ago. And I had to run back over to football. And I didn't have time to, to, to debate him. But the reality is he says, hey, we scored a lot of runs with Schwarber at the leadoff hitter. And my question would have been, how did that work out in the playoffs when the pitching, you know, when the pitching gets better? So I, I want to see speed at the top of the order. I, I, I don't care about analytics. I don't care about all that nonsense. If you have Stott and Turner, there's my top two. I, the rest of the lineup I'll announce on Saturday, my lineup. Uh, when you have Stott and Turner, then you have speed at the top of the order. So you can do so many different things. If I have Schwarber there, you clog up the bases, whoever you put behind him. I, I don't care about his on base because he'll get that anywhere. He'll get his fastball anywhere if they put men on base. I want speed at the top of the order. I want to see, uh, to, see runs generated all the time, uh, and not just because a guy walks and you hit some home runs. The playoffs are where we, in this town – we know it's about nothing. Like the regular season is great, and it's entertainment and all that, but it doesn't matter until you get to the playoffs. And the game in almost every sport changes. Uh, we've seen it in basketball, and we've seen it last, uh, last year in baseball. Arizona didn't have a whole bunch of home run hitters. They had guys that ran around the bases, and that's what I want to see. Uh, so, so Stott would be, I think, not my perfect leadoff hitter, but He's the best. He's the best one that they have. Mm -hmm. And if you want to go all that lefty righty nonsense, you know, <laughs> you can do that. Really, I mean, that's not total nonsense. Yeah, I know what you mean. But I have, I have a, I have a lineup that gives you lefty righty throughout the entire order, and it's perfect, perfect. Uh, but I will present it to Rob Thompson on Saturday. How much has Wheeler outperformed his contract, and what is his market value, Howard? Well. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp and refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more rings, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois contract uh, well you know he's outperformed it because when he signed it the numbers they change every year especially for good quality pitchers and players so it changes every year um 118 million for i don't know how many years Five. but he's obviously it's it's obviously it's obvious that he's worth more than that now so is in my question yesterday is you, you, some players try to make up for that bryce harper 
And that's Scott Boris. That's not Bryce Harper. There's nonsense about extending his contract when he's got eight years left because Scott Boris got too excited about getting a contract done and getting the highest number. Uh, and then the numbers always change. So a good point was made. and I won't say who it was by the Phillies yesterday. Well, he's, he's outperforming his number now. But what's he going to do in the last four or five years? Right. So you've got to take that into consideration. Same thing with, with Zach Wheeler. Now, I was told that Zach Wheeler wants over $40 million a year. It's wow. a lot of money. It's a lot of money. Now, how many years, and are the Phillies going to settle on that kind of number? But his market value is over $35 million. We know that. Well, when you look at what if, Scherzer and Verlander got, Howard, 40, you know, that, 42, that, that, yeah, that 40 is not, like not that crazy because he's younger than those guys. That's correct. You know, I mean, like, could it be four and 160? Sure, it could be. Sure. But how many guys can they pay? That's what – here's an interesting thing, and I think Montgomery is going to end up going back to Texas. Scott Boris, who is awful for baseball, awful, because he holds up all these free agents out there, and a lot of them are Boris guys. You know, he's trying to get another team to bite on Montgomery. So Texas will increase their offer so he can go back to Texas. But that would be a fail-safe in case they don't sign Wheeler. Now, one way or the other, they've got to sign Wheeler – uh, beyond this year, obviously they've got to give him an extension, and I don't know how, yeah. uh, what it's going to take, and what's going to happen. But yeah, market value is for, so he's going to get that. But again, how many guys, how many players can you sign? And I think the Phillies, and I, I again, I heard Ben earlier, and I thought they would add a starting pitcher, but right now I think they're going to kind of wait on that. They need a right-handed bat. Uh, they need somebody. They have too many. You can't. It's like Bellinger. Everybody got excited about Bellinger. You can't have any more left-handers in the lineup. Uh, it's just too much. So I think there's some. As a matter of fact, I know uh, there's uh, there's uh, uh, some right-handers. A couple of guys that they're looking at that are still free agents that can do a lot of things and be a right-handed bat. But it won't cost you a lot of money. But again, over time, you're going to have to spend some money. But so how much can you sure, do sure. Uh, with pitching? So that's part of Howard, it. Howard, let's get to the other big contract situation right now in Philly sports. It's it's interesting. They both have one year left on their deal, and that's Hassan Reddick. Obviously, Wheeler, one year left on his deal. So right. mid-February here, what, in your opinion, should happen with Hassan Reddick in the Eagles, and what, in your opinion, will happen with Hassan Reddick in the Eagles? That is a difficult question when you say should happen. Everybody wants to see Hassan Reddick back. But what number does he want? I think he wants over $20 million. Uh, it's, you know, when you get to be 30 years old, and Wheeler's in the same boat, this is his last contract. This is Hassan Reddick's probably his last big opportunity yeah. at a contract. Uh, I just, you know, it's the salary cap hits. How many years can you keep on pushing back the number when you give guys a signing bonus, which makes up for it? So I think the more I thought about it, I don't think another team is going to pay him what he wants. So he's better off staying in Philadelphia. Now, is that going to be with or without a contract? I think it's more likely it'll be without a contract, and Hassan Reddick is going to roll the dice, wow. try to have another good year, but I think he's going to be back. And you don't think uh, he'd hold what? out in that scenario? You don't think he holds out? No. Well, in football, they, they, I tell you, the NFL has got it. they got it with everything, with making money, making rules, getting players to agree to it, you stay out after a certain time, you're dead meat anyway. 
so you can't yeah, do a you contract don't get a year. there. For a, yeah, right. You don't get, but you so, can sit out like wait, half a year to but, accomplish But, Howard, that. that does mean that he would potentially be able to sit out until, like, October. Yeah, it's around week 10 or something like that. No, now, you'd you lose half your co- salary. You'd lose half your salary well, and you get fined. Right, and after, I think it's July 15th, you can't sign a new contract uh, at that. Uh, there's something with – there's some rule. Once you stay out past July 15th, uh, it really hurts the player. Yeah. So it, it really – what sense does it make? It Come in and play, which is kind of what he did last year. Uh, he did do it last year. Come in and play. Show him what you want. Be a good guy. And mm. maybe somewhere early in the season you get a new deal. But – I guess the moral of the story is never let the team you're playing for know that you love playing for them and you've been dying <laughs> to play for them your whole life because that was the team you cheered for as a kid. Uh, it's Hey, listen, Zach Wheeler kind of slid it in It's yesterday, and it's all about with everybody. It's a business, yeah. and it's not a sport anymore, you know, and, and that disappoints me. I mean, Ben played when it was a sport. Uh, I covered it when it was a sport, and now it's about too much about money. And it's just it's you're playing sports. You're you're having a good time, and you're still making a lot of money. So you know how much is it? I mean, Bryce Harper. I'll use him because he's the highest paid guy on the Phillies. It's that money will take care of his grandchildren's grandchildren's grandchildren. So you know how much do you need? It's all about ego and it's all about money. And I uh, I think there's a point where you just got to play the sport, and if you're good enough. Uh, you'll be compensated, maybe not what you want, but you're still hey, fourteen million. What's 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 Reddick make? Fourteen, fifteen million? Yeah, fifteen. That's not yeah. that's not it's not chump change. No, I mean, it's, no, it's a lot more, not a lot more than anybody else. Yeah, Howard, so, stay stay well, my man. Good report down there. Have a good time. We'll be listening Saturday with you with Rob Thompson. Thanks, Ken. All right, I'll go listen for the cleats and the <laughs> popping of the mitt. There you go. Stay well. <laughs> there he is, the King Howard asking. All right, coming up, what Travis Kelsey said yesterday. About him, what do we call it, bumping into, assaulting Andy Reid. No, he wasn't assaulting him. But what Travis Kelsey said about that moment, we'll get to that. Plus, Rob Thompson, more of what he said, parts of the fills yesterday from his start of uh, spring training press conference. That and more, including all the calls. How you feel as the fills embark on another campaign, 215-592-9490. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one. They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.